Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. This one today I want to share with you uh, is for all of us. It's for all of us. Uh, and here it is. There is a solution to all of your problems and situations. There is a solution to all of your problems and situations. If you are feeling dis, uh, uh, are you feeling desperate about something and, and anxious about it? Are you feeling uncertain about anything? Are you at a loss for words? Are you, uh, is your direction unclear? How about that? If you can't find your purpose, that's a good one. That stops a lot of people. If you don't know what your next move is, that's a good one. I don't, I don't care what it is. If, if, if the relationship you're in is all wrong and you don't know how to get out of it, it doesn't matter. There's a solution to all your problems and situations. And that solution, without trying to sound like I've been knowing this my whole life because I haven't, that solution to all your problems, that way to make all your dreams come true, the the, the way around a lot of this and the, to, the, the, the weakness that you feel at times is prayer. Prayer, a connection with your creator. Could that be the thing that's missing in your life? 
I'm just asking. Because whenever I get a little bit off track, all I got to do is think just a moment, Steve. Have you been have you been praying, man? Have you been connecting with your creator? I know you're busy, man. I know you're busy. And I know at the end of the day, you're done. You're done. And sometimes crawling into bed is all you can manage to do. I've said this. It happened to me last night. Again, I did all of this. But when I look and when I see things not moving or I don't feel like things are going in the right direction or I have a sense of being stagnant, all I got to do is retrace it because I'm working. There's no doubt about that I'm working. But am I staying connected? Am I using that weapon that's available to all of us? Am I praying? And the answer is usually no. And so I know, okay, okay, man, I'm, I'm getting off track here. Because, see, let me tell you something, man. The reason, the, the reason I constantly talk to God is because life constantly changes. People who said they was going to do something for you one day have changed their mind the next. Somebody you thought was going to show up that day called in late, had an accident, and couldn't make it. That changes the parameters of everything. The meeting you had set up that had to be canceled because somebody was ill, that changes the parameters, the time frame of everything because it's all connected. So if I don't stay in constant prayer and stay connected to the creator when these things happen, I've not put in my bid. I've not talked to him about how to handle it. Or I'm just not aware of it and what to do next. And the next thing you know, it becomes a little stagnant. That has happened to me. I got to get back. Because prayer is the solution to all of my problems and situations. I have found that to be the case. Now, the only reason I'm telling it to you is because I know if you anything like me slash human being, then there are times that you feel anxious. There's moments of desperation. You have moments of uncertainty. There are times when you feel like you've lost your way or your direction is unclear or you or your purpose is a little blurred. You're not sure anymore. Or you don't know what your next move is or the relationship you're in or the relationships you're dabbling in. They're just all wrong for you. Man, there is a solution to all your problems and situations and it's prayer. If you're suffering from any of the things I just listed or any other thing you could think of, just check your prayer. What has your prayer been lately about it? And this is for everybody. I often find when I get that disconnection, man, my my prayer done slipped off. I start feeling a little bit less, so I got to jump back on it. I'm just offering you a solution to it, man. And 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 I'm giving you a solution that works one thousand percent for show. See, I ain't guessing at this one. I'm telling you what has happened in my life, how I did it, and it'll do for you. God is filled with mercy and grace. He knows we all messed up. He knows all of us have done some jacked up things that don't nobody know about. He know all about our past, man. He know all of that. But he is so full of grace and mercy, so full of 55th chances. But you know the thing about your life, though? 
And the thing I had to come to terms with, and the reason I don't let my my I, the reason I don't let my past bury me, the reason I don't let my past define me, is because my past, I found out, were just the ingredients needed for me to make this cake I'm eating now. My past is just my ingredients. See, you you don't get rid of your past. They ain't ain't going nowhere. They are the ingredients. But when you put them with something else, they look better. They taste better. It is better. All of our past are just the ingredients that have become the cake we eating now. Now, if you don't like the way your cake tastes, then you got to start putting some other ingredients in there. Just because you started off and your cake was messed up don't mean you can't straighten out the flavor of your cake. You got to put some different ingredients in there. So let's say your cake is trifling tasted. It's bitter. Your cake is bitter. Well, you got to dilute the bitterness. You got to put some more goodness in there. So you got to put some goodness ingredients to, to take away the taste of the bitterness. So you got to put some different ingredients in there. You got to start living your life a little more kindly, a little more thoughtful, a little more sharing, a little more caring. And then after a while, man, those new ingredients combined with that bitter, it starts overshadowing the bitter taste because the bitter taste is further behind you now. See, something that happened to you 12, 15, 30, 25, 16 years ago ain't got to be the flavor that's in your mouth now unless you let it be. It's the ingredients, man. If you sick of the way your cake tastes, and change your ingredients. Put something else in your cake mix so you can get a better taste. If you don't like the way your life tastes, pray. Prayer changes things. I'm telling you. I've been hearing my mama say it for years. Boy, prayer changes things. Do you hear me? Prayer changes things. Don't my mama, you say it to me all the time. I say it to my TV audiences when they come see me on the talk show. Before I walk off stage, I tell them these words my mother said. I said, my mother used to always tell me this, and it's bailed me out, and it might do the same thing for you. I say, whenever I get in trouble, I hear her words. She says, son, don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray, and don't be too proud to pray, because prayer, prayer changes things. And you better believe something, it 100% showed do. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Just as my voice enters your eardrum, it is on, cracking, <laughs> popping, pop, doing that there, being bout it. Ping pong. <laughs> yeah. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve. <laughs> Good morning. Call it for real. <laughs> What's happening, boss? What you doing? June. What's up? Yeah. Morning, up. Nephew Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That was different. No. Yeah. What, what's the huffing and puffing? Yeah, what's going what on in your life? Nothing, oh. ain't nothing, just everything. Uh-huh. You know. Ain't nothing but everything. I'm just, right. they just freeing everybody now. That's what I <laughs> Speak on it. They right. just letting on everybody it. go now. Yeah. I'm with it. That gives me hope. Next okay. time I'm up on charges, yeah. I've got evidence. Hey, it starts at the top, okay? The president's doggone right. 
completely exonerated, so why not? Go on, Jesse. Yeah, I'm happy for Jesse. Because I wanted to take a plea so he wouldn't have to do no time. Now, they didn't drop the charge. Yeah, he didn't have to do any of that. I ain't hear nothing he said, though. Y'all got, y'all heard Mm -hmm. what he said? Yeah, you, we we have it coming up. Coming up. Yep. That's one mm-hmm. thing I like about coming to work. I can find out what the hell going on <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, right away though. Yeah, you got to wait. Yeah, we got it for you on this morning. Oh Shay. yeah. How you? Feel- I don't be knowing nothing. I be at work. How you feeling, Steve? You know, I feel pretty good. You know. Mm-hmm. How's I'm your- happy. I'm healthy. Oh, I love to hear it when you I'm say blessed. you're happy. Oh, uh, the vegan thing is over. What? Oh. Uh oh. Yeah. yeah, my doctor took me off of it. Oh, he did. You yeah. have to so eat meat. She did. Oh, she did? You ate she... something? What you ate? As soon as it was over. Steak. <laughs> Man. Right on so in. Shock that system, boy. Shock <laughs> it. <laughs> Tommy, no baby steps. Just uh-uh. right Get on in. Get back to riding your bike. Lake, Tommy, you got Real by. It could upset your stomach. Lady, I'm from the country. <laughs> I done had some stuff in here you would never put in your body. Yeah. Let alone how steak going to upset me. It's grass fed. How was it, Steve? Oh, God. <laughs> Delicious. I, sh- oh, I Carl, shut my eyes delicious. in the first, first four bites, I was delicious. crying. Huh? You what? was bad. The first four bites, crying. I was crying. <laughs> How long has it been since you ate some steak, Steve? January 8th. Oh, <laughs> you know the exact date? The date? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's probably been longer than that since I ate steak. I was eating fish then. Oh, what kind so of So why, did you, have, why oh. did you start eating meat again, Steve? What, I start what? And it was doctor's orders. She told you to eat some meat or what? Protein yeah, my doctor yesterday. Oh. You know, that's going to okay. tick a lot of vegans off. But I told y'all this wasn't going to be my lifestyle. Okay, so what were your sides? Broccoli, I love sides. just broccoli. Oh, okay. Broccoli. Just had steak and broccoli. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I welcome see you. back, man. We glad to have. Jump right yeah. on in there. <laughs> there ain't no, no, I, ate, I ate a vegan meal tonight. Uh-huh. My diet is really uh, pegging. It's called a pagan diet. It's a combination vegan and paleo diet. Oh, okay. Because I heard it. Uh, that's okay. None of them were diets to me. I'm just calling it eating health. Yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just. I just won't live, man. That's all. Man. Well, yeah. you look good. <laughs> so bottom line. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look, coming up at 32 after the hour, Jesse Smollett, Steve, all charges dropped. We'll talk about mm-hmm. it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All criminal charges against Empire actor Jesse Smollett have been dropped Mm. and his record has been wiped clean. Wow. That is according to his attorneys. Uh, A judge also granted a motion to seal the case, so we won't even get a chance to see what's in it, okay? Uh, Less than two weeks ago, Smollett pleaded not guilty to 16 counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly lying to police about a hate crime. The prosecution agreed to drop it as long as Jussie agrees to perform community service and give up his $10,000 bond. Smollett has insisted he is innocent. Take a listen. First of all, I want to thank my family, my friends, the incredible people of Chicago, and all over the country and the world who have prayed for me, who have supported me, who've shown me so much love. No one will ever know how much that has meant to me and I will forever be grateful. I want you to know that not for a moment was it in vain. I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. 
This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly one of the worst of my entire life. But I'm a man of faith and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history and I would not bring my family, our lives or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't. So I want to thank my legal counsel from the bottom of my heart. And I would also like to thank the state of Illinois for attempting to do what's right. Now I'd like nothing more than to just get back to work and move on with my life. But make no mistakes, I will always continue to fight for the justice, equality, and betterment of marginalized people everywhere. Ah, uh, nothing so more than to get on with this with, life. Shirley? What do you mean they sealed it? They can't, what's it, flex or seal? I mean, we can't go in there and look at none of this <laughs> No, uh-uh. It's over. Stronger that than part of it, sealed, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't really appreciate all that, man, because he ain't even thank the lion family on him for nothing, man. <laughs> Howard. I can't believe you ain't even thank us, man. We've been standing behind you the whole Come family. Come on, Lucia. Your brothers, everybody, man. You ain't even say nothing about the lie. Bring your ass back home here if you want to. You ain't going to be in this week's episode. Where's Lucia's daddy, Steve? You know what? Uh-uh. You know what I say about whole thing? You, you know, whole thing. When I was looking at the whole thing, I said, "I said you, you go first. I said, damn, Jesse." Uh huh. Uh-huh. But then you know, I look at them two Africans, mm. <laughs> and I know right there they wasn't the one whooping on your ass. Cause I know right around. Cause I'm mean, oh, you had more than you had more than one cut. We oh. understand. <laughs> uh, something about more than one cut. So you know that was that's that was that was all I was trying to tell Lucia. I, you knew I gotta go. You, you know, you know, you gotta go light on the boy. Cause you know whatever, every, you know, cause when the truth come out, uh-huh. then everybody mm-hmm. gonna have to jump a ship. Oh, what did he mm-hmm. say, uh, Lucius? Daddy just said, man, he just said it. He, everybody <laughs> gonna jump ship on him when everything go down like it did, mm-hmm. it went down and That's everything. Right. That's all he had to say. <laughs> Lucius sound like he about to cry. I know. Like, I can't believe Always. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even had to do it like that, man. <laughs> Well, now, Lucia, you know, don't worry about it. You know, hold the whole thing, and the whole thing is, you know, what? he 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 free. What? You know. What did he say, Lucia? The That's the whole thing. thing. The whole thing or the whole thing is daddy free. Daddy just you know. said all he had did was he he ain't going to do no time. Cause the, you know. the Lion family can't afford no more time and everything because we already nah, criminals. Now, nah, 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 what I need you to do is stop saying lying. What That's the last thing. What do you mean? That's, yeah, lying. Just stop saying lying because it sounds like you're saying that, like the family line. Oh. Uh, and that's oh. why I need you to hold up on all that. There. Don't, 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 matter of fact, don't say our name no more till some more of this blow over. Well, it's we done, are. though. Yeah. I don't want you saying nothing else. Don't, you, don't, you, you just be quiet. You know, let R. Kelly do all the talking from here. Oh, God. Mm. Well, listen, the mayor of Chicago, uh, Rahm Emanuel, <laughs> called. Uh, he, he's mad. He's calling the decision to drop the charges a whitewash of justice. And uh, Chicago PD Superintendent Eddie Johnson said the city of Chicago is owed an apology. Take a listen. On financial costs, this $10,000 doesn't even come close to what the city spent in resources to actually look over the camera, gather all the data, gather all the information that actually brought the indictment by the grand jury on many, many multiple different charges. Second is what I would call the ethical cost. This is a whitewash of justice. Mm. Mm, that's the mayor right there. Yeah. Well, see, now, look here now. Uh, uh-uh. You know, Mr. Mayor. I need you know, Steve. I need Steve. <laughs> Please. But 
Not Lucia's daddy. Not Lucia's daddy. He's still Lucia's daddy. Stay in character. Don't you get out of character. Well, see, here's the deal. Thank you. I got that the mayor's mad. I got that he's talking about the money that the city spent. I got that he's talking about it being a whitewash of justice. But at the end of the day, Mr. Mayor, the state of Illinois, the city of Chicago, this is your judicial system. This is your judicial system. This is not Jesse Smollett's now. This is your, and your judicial system dropped all the charges. Now, if y'all's case was that tight, you know, man, y'all could have bought it. But you dropped all the charges. Now, you can't be mad now as the mayor. Talking about a whitewash of justice and all that. I mean. Because you didn't get your way. Yeah. Because it ain't go your way. Mm-hmm. It's it's way too many young black men that have lost their lives to employees of different states around the nation. And they get to go home. And they, 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 they were killed by state employees, city employees. So, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna call this a whitewash of justice, we sure got to call all that other mess a whitewash. Come on now. So you know, Telling really, the truth I, right I now. mean, for real now. Mm-hmm. Hold up, uh, Jesse mm-hmm. go free is a whitewash of justice. If a police kill a black man and he go free, whoa. What that? What's that? What's that? And, and where are you? Yeah, where that's at? <laughs> when that yeah. happens, where are you? Mm-hmm. Where's the press conference? I don't hear no males talking about uh-uh. that. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right, uh, Steve, we're so going to. Jesse ain't even hurt nobody. I don't even really give a damn. But himself, yeah. President I... got off from the Mueller investigation. Where, where are we at? <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to switch gears a little bit. There's no collusion. (laughs) Coming up next, more fun. Uh, The nephew is in the building with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, in entertainment news, more on Jussie Smollett's case. All charges have been dropped, in case you haven't heard. And, boy, this is a sad story right here. Wendy Williams' husband's mistress has given birth to a baby girl. It's rumored that she has, but uh, right now, the nephew is God. here. Yeah, to run, to run that prank back. Nephew, what you got? Oh, well, I guess this is it. Can I claim your kids? Oh, <laughs> you're wrong for this. Great. Her story, my story. Can I claim your kids? Here it is. We're running it back. Go ahead, cat. Hello? Hello, uh, I'm trying to reach uh, uh, Devin. Devin's Yeah, this is right. Hey, Devin, how you doing, man? My name is uh Curtis, man. Curtis. I was trying to reach out to you. You uh, you your 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 son uh, he plays uh basketball with my nephew, man. Uh, your son is the one that's on the on the Blazers Little League basketball team, right? Yeah, yeah, he plays for the Blazers. Everything all right? Yeah, Everything yeah. Okay with my boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything good, man. You know they got a game Saturday and everything. I I seen you a couple times, man, at the game. I don't know if you remember me, man. Uh. Light skinned brother, about about six foot. Yeah, I'm, I probably met you. I probably met you. you. Know, I'd be so intense with the game, but yeah, what's what's going on? Um, uh, well, actually, man, I wanted to holler at you about about your son, man. Um, you you um, do, are you are you are you working right now? Are you currently working? Am I am I working? But yeah, I am working actually. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you have a you have a steady job, is what I'm asking. I mean, yeah. What you what you getting at though? Like, you know, I, I I thought you were calling about the basketball team. Like, 
some uniforms. I know we got a game Saturday. You know, sometimes they want donation for sneakers and all that. Like, you know. No, 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 no. What I was asking, so, so I mean, you, you got a regular nine-to-five job you go to all the time? Yeah, I got a nine-to-five. I mean, things is kind of crazy, but hours is kind of short. But, you know, I still I still work. I mean, what was going on? You need a job or something? No, no, no. Uh, I'm just checking, man. See, what I wanted to get at you about, man, is seeing – uh, are you gonna are you gonna claim your son uh, on your income tax this year? Hold on, bro. Now you said, am I gonna claim my son on my taxes this year? Right. I mean, like you you know, as as a dependent. Bro, you asking some real personal questions now. You know, like we, you you the guy that you just said you know me from the basketball team that my son play on basis. You know, and now you done jump from the blazers to do I clean my son on my taxes and do I have a, a steady income? I mean, like, you know, yeah, I, I got I got a steady income and I'm claiming my son. What, 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 I mean, what you trying to get at, bro? Well, well see, man, what I was thinking, uh, you know, I just wanted to read. You seem like a cool dude when I saw you at the gym, man. What I was going to ask you, bro, is, you know, see, right now, man, when I get through with my taxes and stuff, I'm going to have to owe about $800, but now I see if I claim a child as my dependent, man, they going to give me about twenty two, twenty three hundred. You see what I'm saying? And what I wanted to get at you about, man, is, you know, you let me claim as my son, you know, so I can go and get this good hold money. Up, bro, hold up, bro. Bro, I mean, with all due respect, bro, you talking about you want to claim my son on taxes, Hold on, bro. I don't even know you. Uh, you know, you're talking about you seen me at my son's basketball game. You might be the police for all I know, bro. You sound like the police. No, 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 no. It ain't. It ain't. Ain't nobody gonna come at you sideways like that, man. I ain't. I ain't trying to come like what I'm trying to say, man. Dog, they gonna hit me up for this 800. Well, see, I can get 2300, man. I I kick you down 250. You understand? what I'm saying, man. Everybody 250. cool. 250. You crazy? Now you sound like a joke, bro, because now you're insulting me. You're telling me you want to claim my child for some where you owe money. I don't even know you, fool, so I can make 250 Bro, I ain't trying to be on no bro, but when I claim my kids, I'm getting the same exact price you getting. I'm getting 2300 too. So what the I look like taking $200 from I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but I'm the one stuck over here paying the 800 man. I'm just acting like, asking you to look out for it, brother, man. You say? Look yeah. Look out. You know my check been cut from 40 hours a week to 13 hours a week, and I still got these little asking me for Jordan. Michael Jordan, they never put a dime That's why I'm house. trying to hook you up with 250 man. Damn, you don't even see a good thing when it's coming at you, bro. Bro, I don't know what you talking about, bro. No 250 bro. When I claim these two little I'm getting $2,300 a piece, bro. What you think I'm going to take two fifty from you for? I don't even know you like that. So, man, you ain't got to ain't, ain't trip, man. I understand if you was my bro, you my people, you know, maybe we could do a little something. I can understand that. But, bro, you ain't going to give me no two fifty when I'm getting the same thing they offering you, 2300 This government money, bro. So what is I'm supposed to do? What am I supposed to uh, do, Devin? Tell me that. I mean, bro, what you supposed to do is go have your seat, claim that little every year, and you'll get what I get for these little 
that I'm feeding in clothing every day. That's what you're going to have to do. My hours done got cut from 40 to 15 hours a week. I had to go pick me up a little side hustle. You understand? You got to change your ways. You out here trying to get me locked up for a government scam. Bro. All I'm trying to do, man, is get this 800 off my back, dog. That's all I'm trying. Man, ain't nobody trying to get no trouble, man. Bro, you still talking about getting you 800 and getting me locked up? Now, you got me I'm out here working hard to support my kids, man. Man, I ain't, so I ain't finna sit here and no go through this with support, you man. no more, man. I ain't finna sit here and go through this with you no more. Is you gonna help me with this money or not? Bro, I ain't helping you with bro. I and need... when I see you on Saturday, bro, I'm gonna you up, bro. I promise you, bro. I need your son's social security number right now. That's what I need. Bro, let me tell you something, bro. What you look like, bro? You said you're the light-skinned and you're going about six foot. Bro, when I see you, when I step in that gymnasium, bro, I'm on your Bro, you I'm ain't on my, you ain't on Blazers, I'm Lakers, bro. You better bring that damn social security number. I think it's a game. I'm going to come find him. Okay, cool. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening to me? I don't even know why this is on my phone, bro. Why well, I'm even talking to this fool. I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. Is you listening to me? Say your last statement you want on your tombstone, bro. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked, baby. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> this nephew Tommy, man. What's up, Devin? <laughs> What's up, fool? You got me out here going crazy. Hey, bro. man, you got. <laughs> hey, do you got a boy that you work with named? Yeah, crazy. Put me up to this, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm a big. <laughs> I get to work tomorrow, man. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. We need good daddies in the world, brother. Man, thank you, bro. Yeah. Hey, one more thing, man. I got to ask you. You got to tell me, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, Steve Harvey Morning Show, brother. <laughs> Y'all crazy, man. I'm a beat. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's stupid at its best right there. You know, you when you said it's best, you just got to go on. Show a little love to mm -hmm. it. That's stupid at its best. Top of your class. The top of your class. Top of my game, uh -huh. Shirley. Uh -huh. That too. It. That too. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. You don't want to miss it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in entertainment news, boy, this is a hard story right here. Wendy Williams, her husband, Kevin Hunter, is rumored to have a mistress, Sharina Hudson. And uh, Miss Hudson gave birth to a baby girl over the weekend. Uh, sources close to Wendy said this is a crazy situation. Wendy is in a halfway house fighting for her sobriety. Meanwhile, her husband is at the side of his mistress who is giving birth to a baby. Baby don't need to be seeing this. Not, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, you'll recall Wendy returned to work. She admitted to substance abuse issues. She denied any turmoil at home. You remember this? She said, marriages are not easy. Don't ask me about mine until you see this ring is gone, meaning her wedding ring. She said, and it ain't going nowhere, not in this lifetime, end quote. <sighs> now, okay. now, now, according to the Daily Mail, get this. Wendy's husband, uh, Kevin Hunter, his mistress has given him several ultimatums, insisting that he leave Wendy so he can settle down and start a family together. Uh, that's what his mistress wants to do. But Kevin told Sharina he cannot leave Wendy because she's paying all their bills. What? 
What? Huh? What? Wait, huh? what? Isn't he a like an executive, a producer on on the talk show? Um, oh, wow. Uh, all right. Uh, I'd like to say congratulations to somebody. Wow. Also, yesterday there were reports that Wendy was rushed to the hospital after a relapse, um, after reportedly being found drunk in a bad way before she was brought to the hospital. This is crazy story. Whoa. Yeah, we're wishing yeah. Wendy the absolute best. This this is terrible right here. This is terrible. I mean, you know, it's, I, I hate to have to even report stories like this. But hey, Shirley. Yeah. Hey, Shirley. Yeah. The ring ain't going nowhere, but he is. Man, oh man! Well, he, yeah, if this is true, whew. I understand her getting drunk after the baby. Though. I'm sorry, I understand. Yeah, I, you know, man, yeah. hell. Tommy. Can we yeah. just congratulate the baby being here? Well, I'm just saying. It, it's just it under you... these circumstances, though. You know, this is crazy. I mean, the, it's not the baby. This is terrible if this is all true. Yeah, and, and then for Wendy, it seems like she's trying to. I don't know. Stand by her man, but if he's doing you like this, mm-hmm. like this, yeah. Come on now. This right here. So this ain't gonna be in hot topics. <laughs> God, dog, Junior. I'm just asking. I, God, I dog, what Junior. Did you say? Well, she do topics on everybody. Is she gonna? Talk yeah, she about do this? hot topics. That's a, that's one of her mistakes. Yeah, I I just I I feel so bad for her. I really really do. This is this is terrible. You know. And she's got, you know, if it's true, she's going through. And, um, you know, we just got to pray for her. Just pray for her. And the baby is innocent. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just a horrible situation all the way around. I just, but a lot of people, horrible. you know, I understand, Junior, what you were saying, because she, this is what she does. And this you is know, how this she got the into other the celebrity. Business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their situation and their husband and infidelity or their spouse. Oh, this would be a story on her show all day. So yeah. she was yeah, on her foot you, right now. Yeah. 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 I get it. And it does not. It's sad. It, it don't fit it good. It does not. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Anybody want to say karma or anything like that? Oh, no. no. Not now. I mean, people have said that, though, Junior. So oh, you're no, not far have. off. Yeah. A lot of people have said that. But I mean, I just hate to see anybody going through something. You like ain't trying this. to kick yeah. nobody when they die. No, like, no, not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. Not at all. Not at all. And she used I to be understand. in radio. She used to be a colleague. So, yeah. Oh. Uh, my, my, I just, I'm sorry. My, my wife can't have no baby, ain't mine. Lord have yeah. mercy. All right, we're gonna move on. Um, uh, time for today's headline, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, in what was a surprise to most yesterday, everybody's talking about it. Prosecutors in Chicago dropped all charges against actor Jesse Smollett, who faced 16 felony counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly staging a racial and homophobic attack against himself two months ago and then falsely reporting it to the authorities. However, the Empire actor insists that he never, ever lied. I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. I'm a man of faith, and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history, and I would not bring my family, our lives, or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't. So I want to thank my legal counsel from the bottom of my heart, and I would also like to thank the state of Illinois for attempting to do what's right. However, the Chicago police chief doesn't agree with that assessment, and neither does the mayor, Rahm Emanuel. Gay men and women who will come forward and one day say they were a victim of a hate crime who now will be doubted. People of faith, Muslim or any other religious faith, who will be a victim of hate crimes. People of all walks of life and backgrounds, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation. 
Now this cast a shadow of whether they're telling the truth. And he did this all in the name of self-promotion. Well, prosecutors say they believe Smollett did file a false report but decided to drop the case anyway. The House Judiciary Committee has approved a bipartisan resolution that would direct the U.S. Justice Department to provide the FBI records on an investigation against President Trump, and the measure is expected to go to the full House for consideration. Legislators are after agents' records related to any obstruction of justice or counterintelligence probes against Trump, and both parties want to see it, but for different reasons. The Democrats want to look into any alleged obstruction of justice by Trump. Republicans are looking for evidence of anti-Trump bias. The national emergency declaration that the president's using to gain access to the billions he wants for his promised border wall now remaining in effect until he removes it, basically. House Democrats were unable to muster the votes needed to override Trump's veto, falling 38 votes short of the required two-thirds majority. Early this month, Trump vetoed a congressional resolution that would have blocked the measure. The national emergency declaration allows the president to shift billions in federal monies to the erection of his campaign promised border wall. But not everything's over. Not everything's over. There are still some lawsuits related to the issue that must be resolved. So-called bump stocks now officially banned in all 50 states. Bump stocks are the attachments that enable semi-automatic rifles to fire scores of bullets with only one squeeze of the trigger, like an automatic weapon. So uh, other, the owners of souped-up attachments were given 90 days to either turn them in or destroy them. That 90-day period's over. Calls to ban bump stocks swelled after a gunman used and killed 58 people with one attending an open-air country music concert in Las Vegas. Finally, just so as you know, on this day in 1988, the drug Viagra was invented. Just thought you'd like to know that. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All criminal charges against Empire actor Jesse Smollett have been dropped and his record has been wiped clean. A judge also granted a motion to seal his case. The prosecution agreed to drop the charges as long as Jesse agrees to perform community service and give up his $10,000 bond. Smollett has insisted he is innocent. Take a listen. First of all, I want to thank my family, my friends, the incredible people of Chicago and all over the country and the world who have prayed for me, who have supported me, who have shown me so much love. No one will ever know how much that has meant to me, and I will forever be grateful. I want you to know that not for a moment was it in vain. I have been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son, if I was capable of one drop of what I have been accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly one of the worst of my entire life. But I am a man of faith, and I am a man that has knowledge of my history, and I would not bring my family, our lives, or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't. So I want to thank my legal counsel from the bottom of my heart, and I would also like to thank the state of Illinois for attempting to do what's right. Now, I'd like nothing more than to just get back to work and move on with my life. But make no mistakes, I will always continue to fight for the justice, equality, and betterment of marginalized people everywhere. Mm. Well, the mayor, Rahm Emanuel, is calling the decision to drop the charges against Smollett a whitewash of justice. And Chicago PD Superintendent Eddie Johnson said the city of Chicago is owed an apology. Take a listen. On financial costs, this $10,000 doesn't even come close to what the city spent in resources to actually look over the camera, gather all the data, gather all the information that actually brought the indictment by the grand jury on many, many multiple different charges. Second is what I would call the ethical cost. This is a whitewash of justice. Mm. Wow. So that's what the mayor, how the mayor feels. 
That what? was the mayor talking? Uh-huh. Rahm yes, Emanuel. that was Rahm Emanuel. Well, Chicago's you know, like mayor. I said earlier, I'm not really sure that he has the right to say this is a whitewash of justice. When so many uh, black men get shot down, unarmed, not doing anything by police officers around this country, and when the police officers go free, that ain't called a whitewash of justice. Yeah, Maybe I don't know what whitewash of justice means. The I do outrage. know what justice means. Justice is when you get what you deserve. And I don't see enough police officers getting what they deserve when they kill these black people out here. So Jesse Smollett didn't hurt a soul. And it cost y'all some money, probably. But you got to wonder, though, why did the prosecutor drop the charges? You know? Yeah, and I mean, they're saying he got to do community service and forfeit to $10,000, you know? Mm hmm. I told yeah, you, I'd, get... I'd have pleaded down to that. Or find even some community to. service and probation. But he don't get probation and his record get wiped. Well, mm-hmm. coming up at 34 after the hour, when we come back, I will talk more about Jussie and why the charges were dropped. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. First assistant to the Cook County State Attorney, Joseph Maggots, who replaced Kim Fox, by the way, when she recused herself from the case, uh, says they dropped the charges uh, because Jesse Smollett doesn't have a violent criminal history and lying about the alleged attack was not a violent crime. I repeat, it was not a violent crime. Take a listen. I agree. Do you believe there was a racial homophobic attack on Jesse Smollett? We stand behind the investigation and the facts that it revealed. What does that mean? It means that we believe he did what what he was charged with uh, doing. So you believe that he lied on the police report? Yes, this was not an exoneration. Uh, To say that he was exonerated by us or anyone else is is not true. Hmm. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And this is according to TMZ now. Jesse Smollett has already, we were talking about uh, the community service and all of that. Jesse Smollett has already logged in a total of 18 hours of community service. He went to Jesse Jackson's Rainbow po- Push Coalition this past Saturday and then Monday at the Black AIDS Institute, uh, wrote a letter in support of, Jess- of Jesse. Well, so he you know went what, done. Ben, I mean, you know, it uh-huh. is that. Seems like, I'm not really knowing, I'm just asking. Seems like to me, because nobody's being crystal clear about what happened. There was some type of plea cut. Some type of plea deal was made. Well, not really a yeah, plea. Yeah, technically, well, a plea you do is community not the, service yeah. before you, before you, yeah, you need you, to do community service. Well, if you do community service and you got to pay the $10,000, but you get your record erased... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I'm yeah. not knowing that I'm just saying it sounds like something was cut. Mm-hmm. Some type of deal was cut. Blame you know, behind to closed avoid. doors. They were yeah. satisfied. Well, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying. Look, I don't. I'm happy that the young man is off. I really am because he mm-hmm. he didn't hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. I didn't so want him to go to jail. Time don't make no sense. So. We got bit way bigger problems than this. Oh yeah, than oh this yeah. Right here. yeah. You can yeah. go on up to the White House. Yeah. With that. Also, when you when he do so, get home with his family though, and they shut that door, it's all gonna it's all gonna hit the fan. Then don't you do that no more. Whatever <laughs> you did, don't do it again. 
Well, there's and don't of them. buy no more damn sandwiches at all. <laughs> <laughs> we mean this just, we flew all the way to Chicago five times for this. <laughs> oh, Lord. You got mama crying about this is too much. Get <laughs> <gasps> your ass down somewhere. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> uh, Fox Entertainment, uh, of course, that's the home network to Jesse's show. Empire, uh, they said in a statement that Jesse Smollett has always maintained his innocence and we are gratified on his behalf that all charges against him have been dismissed. So there you go. So I guess that means, yeah, he'll be back yeah. on Empire. Yeah. But if I mean, you didn't do nothing, so. mm-hmm. you didn't do nothing, do you, you don't, you don't, you get your money back, right? From your bond. Mm. If you ain't do nothing. Did you just suck your teeth, Steve? Yeah, that always so. means something. Yeah. Well, I mean, hell to it, the it, it could have been a part of the deal. You know, you put up $10,000 bond, that but we did go through this process for all these hours. Investigate. So we're going to keep the 10000 I don't know if he volunteered for some community service or they had him do some community service. Well, that was but, probably there's some more to it, too. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all the charges is dropped. Mm-hmm. There were 16 charges, but they were all for disorderly conduct. You know what? I, I say we move on. The charges yeah. are dropped. I Let's have. move on. Like you said, <laughs> Steve. But, but like you said, Steve, I know, right? There's so much other stuff going on in the country, and he didn't right. hurt anyone. I'm perfectly fine with Jesse Smollett yeah. being we'll... free. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Said yeah. that from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, listen, coming up next is uh, the nephew with his prank phone call. And that's coming up right after this. I can't wait for this. It's always going to be something ignorant. Prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, married and celibate. Them don't go together. But right now, it is the nephew here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? What you got? Uh, you know, I'm always creating some type of business, Shirley. This right here is uh-huh. mobile baptismal pool. <laughs> mobile baptismal pool. I slide by there in the morning, gone on baptize you. You gone on to work, and I gone on to my next customer. You understand what I'm saying? Mobile baptismal pool. Let's hit it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson. It's Wilson. How you doing? Who's this? Uh, how you doing? Uh, my name is Brother Springwater, man. Listen, we uh, we, we, we got uh, paid to actually come by and do some services to uh, for, for you by some friends of yours. And we wanted to actually call and see about scheduling and see what you had available. My services? Well, y'all plan on cutting some grass? What, uh, what y'all do? What kind of services y'all have? Actually, sir, uh, you've got some friends that have actually spent a, a great amount of money on you. And what we do is uh, we have a um, baptismal on wheels service. And what we do is we go and we, um, we baptize people uh, at their home. And, and baptismal on wheels has been it's a new... Um, company but we we've, we've baptized over a thousand people now we have a a truck with it, which actually has a baptismal pool on the back of it and we actually come to your home and we will baptize you in your driveway and and make you whole again so we uh, uh, bro, 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 brother water brother spring what, what's your name again i'm sorry I didn't, spring water spring water spring water you want to come to my house and give me a baptism in my front yard 
we want to baptize you right there in your driveway. Your friends are paid for the services. And uh, my, my friend, what friend will pay for me to get baptized? I, I've been baptized already, Doc. Well, from my understanding, baptized. sir, that evidently you you had some some bumps and bruises, and 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 they seem to uh, to believe that you need to be washed and cleaned I mean, again. I mean, that's all good. That's all. That's all. It's all good. But I mean, things. I mean, thing. Be that uh, that it may, man. I mean, I I've been baptized. I go to church. You know, uh, uh, me and the Lord don't have no problems. I mean, we all have setbacks. But for you to pull up with your pool in front of my house to say you finna baptize me, that that doesn't make any sense to me, Doc. I mean, well, see, see, sir. Sometimes when some people are not able to go to the house of the Lord and get baptized, you know, we're making it a lot more convenient for you. But we can I actually. I don't need come no to... convenience. I don't need no convenience. What do I need convenience for? You asking me to come to my house on a Tuesday to baptize me in my driveway, does that make any sense to you, Brother Water? I mean, come on. If you really sit back and think about it, does that make any sense to you? First of all, sir, that, 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 that's Brother Springwater. But what, Brother, I'm, trying to, what I'm trying to say is Any type of water it is, holy water, spring water, it doesn't make no difference to me. You can't come to my neighborhood and baptize me in front of my sir, house. Sir, what is all the anger? Well, see, this is this is what your friends are talking about. That I don't you, give a damn what my friends are telling you, man. And anybody, which which one of my friends gonna recommend you to come to my damn house? Sir, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not at any liberty to tell you who actually. Uh, hey, hold up, but you're in the liberty to come to my damn house and baptize me, but you can't tell me who the hell go see you. But you're not what type man? Come on. You don't even come on. Does that make sense to you, Doc? Come on. That doesn't make any no way in the world I'm gonna allow you to come and bring your pool in front of my house and baptize me. Then I'm asking you as and you you supposed to be a pastor. You supposed to be baptized. I'm asking you, okay, which friend of mine is sending you to you know, to letting you know I need to be baptized, you're gonna take you out of liberty? Sir, sir, all I want to know, uh, basically, you, I've already been paid. I'm, I'm coming, I'm, I'm calling out to you about your schedule. You're not on, baptizing me. I've been baptized. I'm going to baptize you on Tuesday in your driveway. Man, I'll tell you what. If you come to my house in front of my driveway, you better bring the whole congregation. You understand? You better bring the deacons, the brothers, the sisters, and everybody else. If you think I'm going to be baptized in my Driveway. This is the problem. This is what your friends are talking about. This is why you need to be baptized and cleansed again and washed in the blood of the Lamb. This is what's wrong. You need to be cleansed. That's what's wrong with you, Mr. Wilton. What's wrong with me? No, what's wrong with you is calling me in the middle of my work day telling me I need to be baptized in front of my house. If I need to be baptized and go get some holy water, I go down to the church. I don't need you coming in front of my house making a whole circus with all your friends and some white sheets talking about you want to baptize me. From my, from, my understanding, from my understanding, Mr. Wilton, you've missed two Sundays already this month. Sundays? Man, I can go anywhere and get to work. I don't need you coming here because you're telling me I missed two damn Sundays. I'm going to miss this Sunday, too. Sir, all I know is I've been paid to do a job. I will be there Tuesday morning at 7 o'clock, and we will baptize you before you go man, to I, work on Tuesday I tell morning. you what. I tell you what. You come to my house at 7 o'clock in the morning, I swear... On your Lord, I'm going to bust your You understand me? You will not come to my house telling me you for the baptized. I don't give a damn who paid you. You understand? I will drown your in the water. Matter of fact, now, bring you, your deacons, and everybody else. We're going to have a pool party in that. You understand? I'm going to get all of this anger and all of this, this these problems.
you have within you, we are going to purge your body and get it out your system. I don't want your cleansing me. I tell you what. I tell you what. Brother Spring Water, is it that's the call? Brother Spring Water. You go get baptized on Tuesday morning. I don't give a damn who pays you, who calls you. Bring your I'm going to I guarantee you, I'm going to try your site. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Would you listen you to me? Got a matter of fact, I'm busy. You ain't got to say to me. I got to go. You understand? You ain't got to say to me. I got one more thing me. I want to say to you. Is you listening to me? What, man? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, Mason. <laughs> Hello? Man, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me tell you something, boy. I was about to bring some head up to heaven. I was about to act a fool on y'all if y'all would have showed up at my crib. You understand me? <laughs> boy, Tommy, y'all ain't got else better to do <laughs> than to sit around here and just with people doing their day. Man, I ain't never thought y'all could get me with this. Hey, who the hell goes around? Baptize the people on that's like meals on wheels. How y'all baptize people with a pool on the back of your your F one fifty? Hey Wilson, I gotta ask you something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, you know it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) (laughs) Can I baptize anybody today? Anybody want to be baptized? You are stupid. Man, you play in the driveway. (laughs) Right in the driveway, Junior. Bring you on out to the, to the baptismal pool truck. I dip you down, get you right, save you before you go on in the morning. Uh, getting baptized at church is just too much trouble, I guess. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This is the on the go. Everybody well, can't know, make it. Ain't nobody coming to church. Yeah, that was the letter. You got to go out right? and get them. <laughs> That's it, baby. Go out and get it. Stop by there, especially those them, them, them that ain't making it. Come on now, let me come on by there and dip you down. Dip you down, you go. Go on in there and change clothes and get on to work. Y'all don't know nobody? Y'all, y'all don't want to hire me to dip nobody down? <laughs> no. No. We're good. No. Y'all don't want me baptized. No, no. friends. Y'all ain't got no friends. They ain't made it to church in the last six months, eight months. No. Need we, to be saved we're again. Good. We're rededicate their life. Y'all don't know that. We did ours in church. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. All and right. so did our friends. <laughs> well... If you're in uh, Glenside, Pennsylvania, and you want me and some more to baptize you, Saturday, April 13th, we're going to be there, baby. It's uh, the Keswick Theater. We got two shows, one at 7 and one at 10. Tickets are on sale right now. And then April 19th, Knoxville, Tennessee. That's a Friday night at the Knoxville Civic Auditorium. Me and the one and only Bruce Bruce will be in the building. Tickets on sale at all Ticketmaster outlets. I'm baptized. All right. Thank you, nephew. Up next, it is the Strawberry Letters, subject married and celibate. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. Right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Here it is. The strawberry letter. Subject, married and celibate. Dear Stephen Shirley, for the past 23 years, I've been married to the nicest guy in the world. And I have always tried to be the perfect wife and mother. In the beginning of our marriage, our sex life was perfect. 
But over the past seven years, things have drastically changed. In 2018, we had sex maybe eight times in the whole year. I counted them. I don't think he's cheating because all he does is go to work and come home. If he goes out, we go out as a family. I just don't think that he is that uh, he's interested in sex at all. He is completely complacent, and I've stopped initiating sex because I get tired of him telling me to move all the time. Move. He comes to bed. Yes. He comes to bed to watch TV, and that's how he falls asleep each night. When I told him that I need sex regularly, he told me that sex should not be everything in a marriage. That shocked me and hurt me to the core because I'm only 45 years old and sex is everything to me. It made me feel inadequate and if he's tired of me. And as if he's tired of me. How does he expect to just stop having sex with his wife and it will be okay? And nothing has changed with me physically. With me. I am the same size I was when we got married and I have aged well. I confided in my older sisters about my embarrassing little secret because I needed to know if this is normal behavior in a marriage. They told me that it's not normal and they think my husband is lame and needs to step up as a man. On the outside, our marriage looks so perfect, but on the inside, I'm constantly craving intimacy and sneaking around to have special times by myself to fulfill my needs. I, I can't live the rest of my life in a sexless marriage. How can I get my husband to see that this is a problem and we need help? Please advise. Well, you're right. Uh, this is a problem. This is an epic problem. Uh, you cannot live the rest of your life in a sexless marriage, and, and you shouldn't be expected to. I mean, you've been married to this man for 23 years. You said in the beginning the sex life was perfect, but over the past seven years, uh, it hasn't been. You can count them on your both hands how many times you've had it. That's a long time to go, uh, you know, without sex on the regular. I, I'm, I'm not a man. Obviously, I don't know exactly what's going on in your husband's head. But usually, uh, sex is the thing that healthy, red-blooded American men think about the most. I mean, that's what I've heard. Guys? Yes. Guys, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and although you think didn't. Think about it now. <laughs> this letter made you think about it. Although uh, you didn't say it, um, wifey, but um, I- I'm going to say it. I-, I say your husband may have ED. I mean, he just might have that erectile dysfunction. And he probably needs to see a doctor. I mean, I, I think you need to look into that immediately. I'm definitely definitely glad to hear that you haven't changed physically. You said that in the letter. And please, do not blame yourself. You guys are both in the marriage. This is an us problem. This is a we problem. You, <laughs> you need to go to a doctor and find out what's, what's the problem. You need to... I know, I know. I said we. I know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's what I think. Steve... Wow. Oh, Lord. Okay. 23 years, you've been married. Nice guy. Tried to be the perfect wife. Yeah, the marriage, sex life, perfect. But the past seven years, things has happened drastically. In 2018, we had sex maybe eight times a whole year. That ain't good when they know the number, fellas. (laughs) That is not good when she know the number. 
eight times last year. Oh, we had more sex than that. No, we didn't. <laughs> eight damn times. <laughs> no, we didn't. She don't think he's cheating because he work all the time and he comes straight home. I don't think that he's interested in sex at all. He is completely complacent. And I've stopped initiating sex because I get tired of mood telling me to move all the time. Well, that's that's crazy, Steve. Could be another problem. I think he got ED. Mm-hmm. That's what I think he got. And I think it's messing old boy up. And so uh, he comes to bed, watch TV, and how he and that's how he falls asleep. When I told him I need sex regularly, he told me that sex should not be everything in a marriage. Well, where, where, where do it fit with you, dog? <laughs> yeah. If sex ain't everything in a marriage, where should it be? Y'all just want a piano in a sandbox? Mm. What y'all want? Sled and a, a, a seesaw and a drum set? Make up your mind, partner. Let me go back over this, y'all. The past seven years, they... Sex was good, but some stuff happened in 2018. Mm -mm. We had sex maybe eight times the whole year. Like I said, once they know a number, you in trouble. (laughs) She says she don't think he's interested in sex at all. He's completely complacent. And I've started initiating sex because I get, move. (laughs) Girl, go on. Terrible. Girl, go on. What you doing? Nuh-uh. Yeah. Not now. Stop touching me. Goodness. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Damn, you worrisome. <laughs> well, when you hear that, when you hear worrisome. Worrisome. Or gone now. When I told him Whoa. that I need sex regularly, yeah. he told me the sex should not be everything in a marriage. Mm, that's mm. a hell of a statement. Mm. That shocked me. It shocked me too, ma'am. I'm reading the letter and damn it, I'm shocked. <laughs> Sex should not be everything in the marriage. Well, what is in that photo in? <laughs> I need all of mine in there. I know that. <laughs> no, that's right, though. Shocked me and it hurt me to the core because I'm only 45 and sex is everything to me. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel inadequate and if he's and as if he's tired of me. I think that might be it though. I think that's got a lot to do with it. I think after seven years, people get a little comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have the seven-year itch. It's a syndrome that happens to people at the seven-year mark. They start start wanting to scratch that itch. Is he cheating, do you think? She says she doesn't think he is. But, w- but we can get into that when we come back with part two of your response. To today's Strawberry Letters, subject married and celibate. We'll be back at 23 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Married and celibate. Yeah. She's both a married, but they only had sex eight times in 2018. Last year, yeah. She wants him to do more now. Well, yeah. This is a new year. Yeah. Steve, she said she doesn't think he's cheating. Do you think he's cheating? She said, all, uh, all he does is go to work and come home, and if they do go out, they go out as a family. Well, is- I don't think he's cheating. Mm-hmm. I think he might have ED. Mm-hmm. Me too. Or I think he's tired of mm-hmm. mm. And then she says, how does he expect it to just be okay to stop having sex with his wife and it be okay? Nothing has changed with me physically. 
I'm the same as I was, same size I was when we got married. Ain't nobody the same size uh, they was uh, when they uh, got married. Sorry. Nobody. Uh, Steve. Huh? She said it. <laughs> She's the same size. She lying, sure. <laughs> Sure. Why she gotta be lying? Twenty-three years. She's later. telling the truth about everything else, but just that she's lying. She ain't gained no weight. She said she's the same size. Girl, everybody can... looking at the mirror and think they the same. Everybody. <laughs> I'm still the same size I was in high school, plus twenty. <laughs> but everything else she's telling the truth, but just this one line, she's lying. Well, she's lying a couple of times in the letter. Where else? They told me that it's not normal. And they think my husband is lame. I confided in my older sisters about yeah. my embarrassing little secret because I needed to know if this was normal behavior in a marriage. They told me that it's not normal, and they think my husband is lame and needs to step up as a man. On the outside, our marriage looks so perfect, but on the inside, I'm constantly craving intimacy, sneaking around, to have special times by myself to fulfill my needs. Yeah. So she going somewhere by herself mm-hmm. to fulfill her needs. Mm-hmm. And once you tell it to that, to him, he'll crack open. Oh, but really? right now, that's what it is. Okay, I'm still stuck on I'm the same size as I was when we got married and I have aged well. We need to bring in some evidence. What evidence can she provide? <laughs> uh, we're to, not to blaming this on her. Well. Yeah. Like a picture. Yeah, a picture. Yeah. She can send a picture. A dress in here. We can although, see the size. Although I'm taking her at her word. You got to lay some <laughs> evidence in front of me. Yo, <laughs> shoes. The evidence s- is in the letter. Everything yeah. else you believe that she said in the letter. And just this one line, I'm the same size I was when we got married, and I have aged huh? well. What? You want some, evi- <laughs> you want some evidence, huh? You want some see something? Sisters age well. We <laughs> Yeah, let's see a before and crack. after. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's see your shoe from, like, 2016, then your shoe from 2019. We are not blaming three this years. on her. Uh-uh. If your, shoe didn't, your foot didn't got water. In three years? <laughs> if your foot didn't got water, mm. that's more weight. Mm. Mm. What is she going to do about her husband that's not interested in having sex with her anymore? And his ED. That's the I problem. I think it's easy. Yeah, I do, too. I, I said that as well. We're all in agreement on that. I think so, too. So w- when that yeah. happens, Steve, why did, why won't he go to the doctor? I don't know. I mean, or and get some pills, right? <laughs> we working on it. Because you guys you. are men. You guys are men. Yeah, so the D3 men is working. Okay, but what about your fellow man? <laughs> well, oh, I ain't never asked my homeboy, dog. You ain't, ain't I can't pay that conversation up. God. Men don't have that conversation. We don't have that. You all don't, what? No. no. But what I'm supposed okay. to do, hey, Junior, I'm, di- I'm dysfunctioning. What, Tommy? <laughs> what? You ain't what working? That sound like? Okay. <laughs> when it starts. We don't have any conversation. Oh, you all are so infantile and juvenile. <laughs> they are. <laughs> so, I mean, but what advice would you give someone, though? That's the issue. Another man. What would you say to him if you know if you suspect he has ED? <laughs> I mean, would you tell him to go to the doctor and get some pills or what? What's up, dog? How you say it? Huh? Ain't nothing up. <laughs> so let me okay, so y'all oh had this God. kind of conversation where 
y'all boys and you be like, yo, man, my old lady tripping. You know, she been wanting to get busy all the time. I ain't got the strength or the energy. Y'all don't have them kind of conversations. Man, do you know the jokes that's about to fire off in this car as soon as you say that? <laughs> man, what? You ain't ready for that one. Because yeah. the, 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 the macho, your ego, yeah, won't let code. you admit that. It, it just won't let you admit that to another man. But if I find that. out somebody going down there, uh-huh. bring me a couple of them pills back, dog. Just let, let your boy hold some of them. If you're going down there, to the to doctor. To the doctor? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I want a couple you of them. You want what, dog? If you're going down there, tell him to send you two of them yellow pills and give me them. How you know? What are yellow pills? How do you know what color they are? Oh, uh. <laughs> hey, you know what? I ain't got nothing to do with this damn letter, man. Go on, oh. man. You knew what color it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what color. Damn, you more red than a great white shark. What <laughs> color? So, so okay. So we we have something here. She needs to tell her husband to go to the doctor and get some yellow pills, according to Tommy. Ten milligrams. <laughs> <laughs> Ten milligrams. What? You know the milligram? <laughs> You know the strength of the prescription? A 10 milligram. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You know, Frank, right. you can't ask Phyllis to help you with situations like these, Shirley, because we well, have you doing crazy you can stuff. ask Tommy. Yeah, I've just you learned something on stuff. this show. I definitely have. Like, well, right before you get started, dog, take your jumper cables and hook them to your backside and see if you can't <laughs> jolt yourself back in. <laughs> uh-uh. Go to I'm the I'm going to mash on the gas. Why you? Yellow. Mash. Try it now. Yellow try it now. <laughs> Yellow pills, 10 milligrams. All right, look, give we got to get out of here. two hours. Drink a lot of water. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, what? you heard it here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're here for you, okay? Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter <laughs> at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in 10 minutes, crush on your coworker. Anybody? Anybody? Uh, and we'll, we're going to tell you more about uh, the 2019 Sand and Soul Festival and the Diara when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior, it's all about sand and soul. Uh, yeah, all talk about, about it. Huh? Come on. Huh? Let's go. <laughs> October 10th through the 14th. Woo! Come Wait, on. stop Go right there. Stop. Wait, stop right there. October 10th through the 14th. You know what, Carly? Marjorie right. Harvey and Carla Farrell's birthday. You show weekend. right. <laughs> okay. Okay, keep going, Junior. <laughs> Hard Rock Cafe. That's right, Carla. Punta Cana. Uh-huh. We's about to do it. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, you said now, you, you can verify this. 256 pools. <laughs> Can you verify that? Soon as I won't get there. <laughs> Women. I, I stopped counting at 195 last Ooh, time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, we got the Tears of Joy comedy show. Mm-hmm. Nice. Starring on, on SJ. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Tony Roberts, hosted by me. Then, then you got my man. I can't believe y'all pulled this off. Who? Anthony Hamilton? Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. Saying Anthony. I can't believe Charlene having Anthony Hamilton. That's yes. Right. Live in concert. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then we got Showtime at the Apollo, hosted by the one and only Steve Harvey. Bam! Bring him out, Boy, Junior. I'm talking about the one and only, the same man. Bring him out, bring him out. The same man <laughs> that hosted and brought out Lord himself. Show your the love. same man who brought out all the kings of comedy. Show your love. The same man who's brought out every musical act you've ever known will be hosting yeah. Showtime at the Apollo. 
Show your love. He's going back to his roots, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Oh, my God. Mm. We got a red party. Do we have a red party on? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think the red oh, party is a color? red light district party. Yeah. Red yeah, light district. Yes, Man, it I can't. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait yeah. a minute. You mean Come tell on, me? Okay. Keep talking. What you got? I, my shirt going to be off. With just and a red that? jacket. I'm in, channeling my inner Shamar Moore. I'm going for it. <laughs> so you you all have with got it. to go to steveharveysandandsoul.com mm-hmm. for yes, all sir. information. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can remember that phone number. Good 800-684-2825. That's the number. Tell them again, Shirley. I thought he was going to hear it. 800-684-2825. That's the number. Reserve your room now. Over a 1,000 rooms have already been sold. This event is going to sell out. You do not want to miss it. Reserve your room right now. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com, or you can call 800-684-2825, October 10th through the 14th, Sand and Soul 2019 in Punta Cana. Yeah. And when we get back on the 15th, don't ask us what happened. <laughs> you going to be mad. <laughs> there it is. Saying so, man. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. All right. So I we're. <laughs> I can't believe you're going to be that sexy, but. Man, all right. I'm here for it. You finna look like Shamar Mojo? Shut up, Tommy. I'm going to do it. He goes to the gym <laughs> every day, kill Tommy. My dream. Every day. <laughs> kill my dream. All right, so. Criminal mind. He's <laughs> <laughs> SWAT now. He's on SWAT. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to switch gears here. Did you guys hear this? Rosie O'Donnell said she had a crush on The View co-host Elizabeth Hasselbeck back in the day when they were both on The View. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rosie was quick, however, to clarify that her crush manifested itself into a mentor role it wasn't in any sort of my uh, romantic uh, type of way. You know, she didn't hit on her mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is what we want to talk about now, Steve. Uh-huh. You have so many jobs. All right. When was the last time, I'm sure it was before you were married, you had a crush on a coworker? Yeah, well, I would. <laughs> <laughs> you going to crush on somebody. I, yeah, I, I knew was, yeah, I had a job, didn't I? <laughs> I'm coming in here every day. You in there every day. You fine. I'm cute. Let's do something. That's that the first sense. time I've ever heard you say that you were cute. Sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's why I cute. just went on and just said that. You. Yeah, you fine. I'm cute. Let's go. Yeah, let's hook up. Let's do this. Every job. I'm here. You here. Yeah. You know, what I'm looking all around for, you right over. You got your own cubicle. Here I come. What, what was the job? Where were you when you said you went by this woman's desk every day and you said I love you where was that remember what job down yeah. in Orlando uh-huh oh you talking about the job I had yes yeah. where were you working you just left Orlando what are you talking oh, about oh at Ford uh, oh that was it mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you every day every day to the same woman I love you uh-huh. I love you and what was she in doing in your coveralls dog <laughs> Hell yeah. That ain't sexy, Tommy. <laughs> Everybody in there don't cover all. So hell. What the hell? We all the same. But what would she say all or do, Steve? She wouldn't say nothing at first. I just wore it down. Uh-huh. I just wore it down. I just kept that pressure on. Love you. <laughs> I love you. That's it? That's all you would say? 
Yeah, that's all. What? That's ain't that a lot? I mean, I'm yeah, just that wondering. is a lot yeah, to confess. Yeah, it's a whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> I love uh, you. In the workplace. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to tell. I love you today. So finally, she just said, why are you always telling me that you love me? Uh-huh. Mm. I said, because I do. Mm. I said, you can't tell me how to feel. I know. Oh, that's right. Ooh. 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 You know, you get arrested for that now. Running up on people. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Go straight yeah. to jail. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get with her, though? Yes. <laughs> that works? <laughs> I love when it. You that lean, works? If you lean long enough. That works. <laughs> Junior, I was relentless, man. Once so you start something, on. though, Steve, you are committed to it. I have oh, to say man, that they, about you. Man, man, my mouth will open up. Yo, you just butterscotch. <laughs> I like that. Wow, okay. That was a good story. When the last time y'all heard butterscotch? God. Just now. <laughs> butterscotch. We've learned a lot today. Yeah, yeah, we have. have. I'm going to try that. You're going to try it, Junior? I'm trying it. Let's see, because your voice is higher than Steve's. Let's hear Hey, hey, Shirley. Huh? Hello, you. Shirley. She hey. doesn't have the same effect, hey, Junior. Shirley. <laughs> we got to move on. I hey. love you, this too, This is Junior. our Shamar hey. Moore right Hey, Shirley. <laughs> Your voice is so hey. different. Hey, love you. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, a male contraceptive pill, guys. Closer to reality than we think. And how long does it take for a couple to label their relationship? We'll talk about it right after this. Love you. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A male contraceptive pill, guys, may be one step closer to reality. How about that? <sighs> this is according yeah. to U.S. researchers. Yeah. Uh, they say their experimental pill appears to be safe while reducing levels of hormones key to sperm production. Uh, scientists say our results suggest that this pill, which combines two hormonal activities in one, will decrease sperm production while preserving libido. Uh, Dr. Christine, C- Christina Wang is a um, co-senior investigator of the study. She's professor of medicine at Los Angeles Biomed Research Institute. Researchers also said that safe, that's what it's going to be called, safe, reversible, hormonal male contraceptive should be available in about 10 years. So, got to ask you guys. Years. Yeah, 10 years. They got to do research, okay? We, we Make sure it works. 30 years ago. That's when we needed <laughs> it. Yeah, sure. Let me tell you something. I, I'm going to be in the research part. I need these. That's what I was going to ask yeah. you. If you were younger, would you take the pill? No, yeah. I'm taking these as soon as they come out. I, they've been saying things about me. I'm getting called names. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, you know what I'm saying? they just saying they just calling me names. I think I'm going to need these. You I know? don't want to. What they calling what? you, Jim? You know what I'm saying? You know, they, just, they calling me, you know, like, you know, a little, little, you know, a little too much, you know. <laughs> you know. Look, a little aggressive. Oh. You know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jim, you're not doing well. Yeah. I need these. Okay. Slow me down. All right. Well, 10 years. Take this one and that yellow one I told you about earlier. Take them together. (laughs) Pills. The pills. The pills. 10 milligrams. Take these together. Oh, and the strawberry letter, the yellow pills. The yellow pill. Take the yellow pill. You're such an expert on pills, Tommy. I Hmm. just, uh, chemist. I'm a chemist. Mm -hmm. That's all. So would you guys put your sons on this pill? Would you do that? It's a con- it's a contraceptive pill? pill for males now oh. for men. Uh, Women have been taking them Steve, for years. You got some. I don't see why not. Well, 
Yeah, I, I mean, you know, don't. if it could help prevent with uh, pregnancy, yeah. I take the pill. I think the big thing is, it, is it, does it have any side effects? It's going to have I would, some. You always have to ask, though. That's Tommy, a good don't question. nobody care. Oh, they don't? <laughs> they, they tell you, when you get in line for the Viagra, Cialis, or anything mm-hmm. else, they'll tell you the side effects. Nervousness, could feel faint, and die. What? Right over there, give, give me a box of them and let's go. <laughs> but before you I die, I'm die? feeling good kind of way about myself. <laughs> By the way, Shirley, they tell Cialis you death is, is a sign of. <laughs> Cialis is the yellow one. Okay. Viagra is the blue, blue one. Right? Is Viagra, right? Because yeah. yeah. you said that before on this show. Boy, you're an. Yeah, you need a razor blade with that blue one. What? What do you mean? What's that for? You got what to cut that. You got okay. to cut that four different ways. If somebody come in your house at the wrong time, it look like the dope house. You got to cut that thing four <laughs> different <laughs> ways. Strong is it? That thing is powerful. It make your heart jump out your chest. You got to watch that thing. Okay, Tommy, excuse me. I'm not trying to get into your business, but I do want to say that you are a young man. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Oh no, no, no! I just like I said, I do okay. a lot of research. Okay. You know, I try to help people. You scared me? Nah, is them pills expensive, Tommy? Uh, and Junior, you're, you're even now. younger. What do you want to know for? I'm just asking. It depends on your deductible, Junior. <laughs> it depends on your deductible. <laughs> so, Tommy, yeah. if you get it at the beginning of the year, yeah. You, you got to get this around October, November <laughs> and get you a bunch you got, of them. Because come January, January, they're $140 a piece. You don't want to fool with them in January. Because <laughs> it's not covered yet. <laughs> it ain't covered yet, man. We ain't went to the doctor enough. You got to wait. October, November, that thing gonna be about eight dollars. And that's what you heard. How does he know? That's what that's what I'm hearing. That's what that's, that's what's the on the street. The street. Yeah. Get your nephew, Steve. No, no, I'm letting him fly today. He's too knowledgeable about this stuff. I'm sitting over here. I ain't quite feeling all that hot. I'm just trying to work through my morning right now. He said, man, dang, Tommy, you're a genius. What <laughs> you want to know, Junior? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's it. I just want Wow. Oh, that's wow. when you look inside somebody's medicine body. Wow, this stuff broke up. Why are you a medicine body? Ah, don't touch that. <laughs> you're messing up stuff. <laughs> Ain't nothing broke up. That's deliberate. Leave that alone. So don't take it full strength. That's your advice. Not that blue one. No, no, no. Don't do it. <laughs> but don't Mm-mm. they have Vi- Viagra extra strength? Don't they have it in there? You don't need you know an what? extra strength, Viagra. <laughs> yeah, you don't. <laughs> I don't believe that, nothing in that commercial. <laughs> they shouldn't you? make that. That Viagra commercial. Oh. Ain't nobody that happy. <laughs> oh. Wow, we've learned a lot on this show today. You take that blue one if you want to. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to get down there to that hospital. It's not, uh, it's not for you, man. You got to cut that thing. And you found this Good out deal. through trial and error? I I heard. Oh, Shirley. okay. This yeah. is just them streets is talking. Oh, the streets yeah. are talking. But, but you remember that old razor blade your, your daddy used that the, you know that that single one? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, you talking about like a scale and knife? What? Yeah, I think I think that's what I mean. Shirley, it's a scale and knife. Okay. <laughs> what? Razor you take that and you scale that blue pill. Scale it. And you heard all of this on the streets. Uh-huh. The Girl, streets them talking, streets Carla. is talking. Hey, them, them old men know what they talking about. But, I mean, he heard how to cut it. And they- I know with what Carla, razor. I didn't cut the, the blue off the peel. And what what are you talking of, about? What kind of knife is it, Steve? The, uh, the, perforated uh, filet knife. Oh. Yeah. 
Wait, what, Tommy? I have cut the blue off and forgot what that was. <laughs> Ooh, I thought that was Tylenol. Boy, bear. I thought it was bear and just bear aspirin. Yep. Wow. Wow, Tommy. <laughs> I found you. out my wife don't love me like that. I can't be fooling <laughs> with them things. She don't love me not like that. Mm-mm. It's too much. Well, let me uh, ask you this, boy? Tommy. In the huh? streets, have you heard about, like, is there, like, a generic brand of Viagra? Oh, yeah. You don't have to get to the, the name. Oh, the name. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Especially if your deductible ain't kicked in. You don't want to get the, you want the generic. Now, that generic look completely different, but you have to write on your bottle what that is because you, you get my age, you'll forget what's in there, man. You take the wrong thing. I've learned so much. Now, can you get, up get in this there and in like you think, you think you up in there taking a clarity, man. Can you get it in liquid form, Tommy? Did it have oh, a liquid God, form? this ignorant show. You oh. want it in liquid form, Junior? Listen, cut that blue off of there. Crush that thing up, run some water in that body, and shake it right. Uh, look, coming up. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right after this. Oh, Lord. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, here's a question for you. Since you're the uh, CLO, the Chief Love Officer. All right. How long do you think it takes before couples, you know, have the talk about how to label their relationship? And I'm asking you that because a new study, this is according to a new study, uh, it says that it takes on average six weeks to have what, um, you know, the what we are talk and to label the relationship. Well, you know, when you have the talk about your relationship and putting labels on where are we going, where, you know, isn't it kind of what awkward? are we doing? You know, well, what, I what mean, are we where doing? Where you should have it at is that restaurant at the house. No, 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 no. I said, you know, like when, what, when in the what time in the relationship should we have it? I think ninety days. Okay. I think for a woman's sake, I think a woman has to get a determination, get some type of idea of where this is going. Okay, and when she finds that out, just give it up because that's ninety days. That's well, you know, day you don't have to do it like that. <laughs> you said that's a guideline at minimum. Ninety don't mean days. give it up, do it. <laughs> but go ahead, Steve. What? But you know, uh, um, ninety days, you should have an idea where it's going. Mm-hmm. You have every right to know and ask a man where this is headed. Okay, another question, Steve. How should they bring it up? How, how yeah. should you broach that subject? Not by no damn text messages, that's for sure. Well, you know, I think I you know said if how. a woman is curious about <laughs> where what the relationship is, she got to bring it up. If a man wants to define it, he needs to bring it up. But and how should they do that? That was my original. Hey, question. where are we going? Huh? Oh, just right out with it. I huh, said, Steve? where are we going? What is all this? <laughs> What we doing? In that tone, though? But that's the man, because that can't be the woman. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Wait, Shirley, don't rush past that. Wait wait a minute. You don't know who that could be. I'm just asking. I think, too, though, Steve, don't you think that, I don't know, for women, sometimes they might feel it's kind of awkward or they don't know how to do that, to just come right out with it and say, hey, where are we going with this relationship? Yeah, what what are we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you were just saying come right on out with it. Well, I mean, you know, you could try it like roundabout. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. My girlfriends are starting to ask me what type of relationship is this. Well, um, what should I say? 
Okay. You know, so that's what good. should that's I be saying suggestion. to people? And let him give you an idea. Yeah, that's what I, that's, now that's what I wanted to know. Yeah. How? That's what I figured you meant. <laughs> but that's good, CLO, that's good. So wait like 90 days to even bring up the talk and kind of ease into it, you're saying. Kind of ease into it, right? 90 right. days, mm-hmm. ladies, you have every right to be able to say, okay, so what do we have? Especially if 90 days you start passing out that cookie. There's no reason for you to pass out the cookie and not understand what it is. Okay. You know, if okay, we're, if like we're in a committed relationship, you should know that. Absolutely. I'd, I'd want to know that before I passed out the cookie. Yeah. Right. Uh, is this a monogamous relationship? Are we committed? Exclusive. Are we exclusive? What is it? Mm-hmm. I need to know. Okay. You know, that makes sense, don't it? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. And then you say when you want to bring the subject up, you kind of ease into it. You know, just slide it to them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Hey, look, um, you know, we've been dating for a while, and my girlfriends and coworkers are starting to ask me, what is this we have? So, I mean, how would you like for me to address you or describe you when I'm talking to other people? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of put it on them a little. Yeah, and what and what should the woman say if the man asks her, or will a man ask her that question? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, there are and, dudes that want to know. Uh huh. And what should the woman say? You know the truth. I mean, you know, a guy could say, "Hey, baby, look, we've been at this for a little while. Are we exclusive or no?" And then if it's exclusive, you got to tell him yes. And if it's not, then you just got to say, "Hey, no, it's not really exclusive. I'm seeing some other people." Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, and thank gonna you. Call you out your name, <laughs> right? No, just exactly. Man. Thank you, CLO. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. First assistant to the Cook County State Attorney Joseph Maggots, who replaced Kim Fox, by the way, when she recused herself from the case. Uh, says they dropped the charges uh, because Jesse Smollett doesn't have a violent criminal history and lying about the alleged attack was not a violent crime. I repeat, it was not a violent crime. Take a listen. I agree. Do you believe there was a racial homophobic attack on Jesse Smollett? We stand behind the investigation and the facts that it revealed. What does that mean? It means that we believe he did what what he was charged with uh, doing. So you believe that he lied on the police report? Yes, this was not an exoneration. Uh, To say that he was exonerated by us or anyone else is is not true. Hmm. There you go. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah. And this is according to TMZ now. Jesse Smollett has already, we were talking about uh, the community service and all of that. Jesse Smollett has already logged in a total of 18 hours of community service. He went to Jesse Jackson's Rainbow Push Coalition this past Saturday and then Monday at the Black AIDS Institute uh, wrote a letter in support of of Jesse. Well, he went done. I mean, you know, it is Uh that. Seems like, I'm not really knowing, I'm just asking. Seems like to me, because nobody's being crystal clear about what happened. There was some type of plea cut. Some type of plea deal was made. Well, not really a yeah, plea. Yeah, technically, well, a plea is not the... Well, you do community service yeah. before you, before you, yeah, you need you, to do community Well, service. if you do community service and you got to pay the $10,000, but you get your record erased... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I'm yeah. not knowing that I'm just saying it sounds like something was cut. Mm-hmm. Some type of deal was cut. Blame you know behind to closed avoid. doors. They were yeah. satisfied. Well, listen to me. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I mean, I'm not saying, look, I don't, I'm happy that the young man is off. I really am because he, mm-hmm. he didn't hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. I didn't so want him to go to jail. jail time don't make no sense. So we got b- way bigger problems than this. Oh, yeah. Than oh, this yeah. right yeah. here. Yeah. You can yeah. go on up to the White House yeah. with that. Also, when you, when problems, he do so, get home with his family, though, and they shut that door, it's all gonna it's all gonna hit the fan then. Don't you do that no more. Whatever you did, don't do it again. Well, there's and don't of them. buy no more damn sandwiches at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we mean this. Just we flew all the way to Chicago five times for this. <laughs> oh Lord, you got mama crying about this is too much. <laughs> <sighs> Get your ass down somewhere. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> uh, Fox Entertainment, uh, of course, that's the home network to Jussie's show. Empire, uh, they said in a statement that Jussie Smollett has always maintained his innocence and we are gratified on his behalf that all charges against him have been dismissed. So there you go. So I Good guess that you. means, yeah, he'll be back yeah. on Empire. Yeah, but if you didn't do nothing, you didn't do nothing. Do you? You don't. You don't. You get your money back, right? On your bond, mm. if you ain't do nothing. Did you just suck your teeth, Steve? Yeah, that always so. means something. Yeah, well, I mean hell to it, the it, it could have been a part of the deal. You know, you put up ten thousand dollars bond, that but we did go through this process of all these hours. Investigate. So we're gonna keep the ten thousand. All right, uh, we'll be back with one more break, our last break of the day, and uh, some closing remarks from Steve coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day. But, Steve, now it's time for you to drop some knowledge with our closing remarks. What you got for us today? Come on, big dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today I want to remind everybody of something uh, that gets overlooked from time to time. But if you want to be successful and you want to be happy. If your happiness is sometimes, as it often is, tied to your success, and if your success, oftentimes as it is, is tied to your happiness, the two kind of go hand in hand, almost. But now, you have to be using your definition of success and not somebody else's. If you're using someone else's definition of success, you're never going to be happy whether they've aimed too high for you or they've aimed too low for you. If you're using somebody else's aim, you're never going to be happy. Because those two are, I'm sorry, tied together. I'm happy if I'm successful. If I'm not successful, I'm not going to be happy because I'm gonna feel like there's something else I could be doing for my family. As something else I could be doing for my future. It's something else I could be doing to make it work. And so my success is tied to my happiness and my happiness is tied to my success. Now, do I take times off from all of it and just sit around and be grateful and happy for where I am? Of course, all the time. Gratitude is a huge part of the principles of success that's oftentimes too overlooked. Yeah, I often sit around and just smell the roses. Just take a breath of fresh air and go, man, I'm awful grateful for where I am, God. Not meaning that I don't want more, but I oftentimes stop and thank him for right where I am. Because where we are is pretty good compared to where we were. 
But now with all that said, let me share something with you. If you want to be happy and successful, you are going to have to put out a massive effort, period. Stop thinking it's going to happen any other way. You have got to put out a massive effort. You got to get at it. You got to grind. You got to want it. It's got to burn a little bit on the inside of you. It's got to make you uncomfortable not being where you want to be. You got to have a I'm going to get it attitude in order for it to get got, period. You got to have a I'm going to get it attitude in order for it to get got, period. That's the deal. No substitutions, no alternatives. This ain't sugar. You can't use Splendor instead. This, this ain't sugar. This is life. You have to go get it. There are no alternatives. Well, you can pick some alternatives, but you're not going to be happy and successful. You got to get a little bit of dog in you. I'm sorry. Everybody got to have some dog in you. You got to have some bite back. You got to have some fight. You're going to have to have a little bit of kick. And sometimes the kick has to come from yourself. You kind of quit looking for other people to always give you that little kick in the rear end to get you started. That little jump start in the morning to encourage you. What if they need encouraging? What if they ain't get their jump start for the day? And you waiting on they call and their encouraging word. Man, let me tell you something. These are people that you waiting on to help you. People fail all the time. Every person needs the Lord God Almighty. So that might be one of the mornings where they need him and they don't have nothing for you. Take your faith out of man, put your faith in God, and get at it. You and God can make it. That'd be great if you had a friend along the way. Of course it would be. But sometimes you're in a pattern where you got to learn that it ain't nobody but you and him sometimes. Sometimes you just need to know it ain't nobody but you and God. That really ain't a bad place to be. It really ain't. I've got some of my best results out of my life when I just asked God for the help. When I didn't call nobody else to see what they thought about it, when I went to God, just God, I've gotten my best results. I'm just going to be honest with you. But you got to get at it, though. Squid it, quit expecting God to just bless you with something, and you ain't giving him nothing to put his finger on to touch. You make one step, he'll make two. You got to be a producer out here. You got to go out of here and get out something. Quit asking God for a job and you ain't putting no applications in. Stop. Wasting his time and yours, too. It's like the story the man said, you know, I've been praying. I've been praying to God to hit the lottery. I've just been praying to the Lord to hit the lottery. One day the man just kept hearing him say that. He said, well, do you play the lottery? He said, no. What kind of prayer is that? You're praying to God to hit the lottery, but you're not playing the lottery. What? <laughs> that don't make no sense. If you want God to touch your life, give him something to touch. An effort. Put in a request. Be sincere. But I've decided that I'm going to attempt so many things that's within my gift and in my realm that I'm going to ask God to bless me with his grace. He got something to bless. He just keeps on making stuff happen for me. He just keeps on opening doors for me. He just keeps on putting the right people in front of me. Oh, and it may look like the deal ain't going to happen. That's oftentimes many of them do. But at the end of the day, it always works out. But man, you got to get at it, y'all. You got to get off your butts and get at it. 
Ain't nobody for the walk for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Back. Participants must be legal U.S. Dreams residents at least dreams. 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 